Blog Talk Radio. Some of the tricks of the trade, I guess, if people are going to do that properly. 
Well, the the main thing that a lot of people take a look at interpersonal skills, uh, the the main differences between using technology and being in person is things like eye contact, uh, body language, the things that you, you just can't see over, say, the Internet or over your telephone maybe. But I believe that if you use the right words, if you, if you choose the words and, believe it or not, choose the intention behind the words, that you can still create a personable experience. And as long as you are conscious and careful about what message you're trying to get out and who you're trying to get it across to, I think you're still able to create what could be, well, for lack of better words, an intimate experience. Intimate meaning different things, I think, to different people. But you can still talk to somebody so that they feel like they're they're the only ones listening to you. They're the they're, they're the specific person that you're talking with. Does that so make my, sense? My, so my practice of the one-liner emails because I'm rushed off my feet, maybe passing the wrong message from time to time. Yes, absolutely. And and yet at the same time, depending on who you're speaking with and the words that you choose, that one-liner might be enough. I know that I've had great, big, long, expansive emails with some people. And when I receive those emails, they say a whole lot of nothing in in a lot of ways. They say a lot of intellectual things, but no connection is being made. And yet I can receive a a quick one-liner email from someone that has just the right tone to it, just the right message that comes across, and I'm immediately feeling connected with that person. Have you had that experience? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I don't know about you, but my my own personal policy around email is if, if I have to write more than one or two paragraphs, I'd rather just pick up the phone and talk to that person uh, over the phone or, or some other way because I can probably get my message passed uh, with more clarity and with all that back and forth, uh, you know, constant email threads. Uh, and I find with email, you know, if you are, if you're not doing it properly, most of the times the uh, the message is lost in translation. People misinterpret things very easily on email. Indeed, they certainly can. And yet, at the same time, again, I I offer to you, or or possibly even challenge you, that if you actually take the time and the effort, you can make that email very understood. Mm-hmm. And to to a point where it's pretty hard to misunderstand it. It's just that I think that a lot of us don't take that time or that effort. And that's that's the whole point to interpersonal skills, I think, in general, is the energy behind what we do, whether it's in print, whether it's in person. I don't think it matters which way we do it. I think it matters the intent behind it and the care that you take with it. So that's, that's a good point, Michelle, because, you know, a lot of- as I find with social media now, we're getting into you know all these social media tools out there, and uh, I, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs globally around social media. And I just say, no, don't worry about the tools. Worry about your message. Exactly. And I think the message gets often gets lost in the tools. We're all concerned about you know Facebook and Twitter. So yesterday I did a, a talk, and, and our friend David was there at the Calgary Sales Professional Organization, and. It was a talk that I usually deliver to entrepreneurs and small business owners, and I, I, I crafted it for salespeople because, really, a salesperson is a, a business owner of themselves. Agreed. Uh, and I talked about social media, and I rarely mentioned the tools. I said, 
social media is all about engagement. So it's kind of the same thing we're talking about today. Exactly. I think it's very much the same thing with with any of those kinds of, any kind of customer service or person-to-person interaction in business, which is most businesses. I think that as long as you're conscious and aware and taking care of the person that you're speaking with, that pretty much you can't go wrong. So what what are some of the things that you're seeing in your world uh, around social media where where people are having success uh, creating great relationships using uh, social media? Because I have friends on, online that I've never met face-to-face. Right. Um, and the fact that you would call them friend is already a huge leap. <laughs> if you've never met them, how can you call them friend? And that's, that's my curiosity or that's, that's the, the you know, sociology of it that I find so fascinating is that we can make those kinds of connections without ever actually saying hello to somebody in person. Mm-hmm. And we can make those connections, first of all, because you find uh, uh, an actual connection. <laughs> you find something that is common ground, something that you can discuss, or um, usually it, it comes over either a sense of humor or a shared intellect, a shared passion of some sort. And once you start to make those connections, you begin to talk in sort of a shorthand, um, but you begin to talk with with a, a connected passion or a connected, um, it's like a through line of energy that happens, and that starts to sound really <laughs> woo-woo, but, but I think in, if you think it, people will know it. It's kind of that simple. And when people are not taking the time or they've become, I find for me personally, most uh, people who aren't good at social media come off quite narcissistic. It's all about them. Well, and, you know, as, as my friend Frank Allen uh, states, it's you know they're they're tuned into their favorite radio station, WIIFM. What's in it for me? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so you know the the Twitter feeds that come across are all about what I'm doing, and frankly, that bores me. Or, you know, their, their, their Facebook status is all about me, me, me. And I don't mind it being about you if it's something I can connect to. Mm-hmm. So if you tell me something that's been an aha moment for you or an interesting experience that, that I can maybe connect to in that moment, then you and I can now have some sort of an online relationship, if that makes sense. But, but if what you're saying is all about you and it's nothing nothing to do with anybody else in the universe but you, then you're not going to connect with people and nobody's going to want to know what's happening in your world, especially awesome. business-wise. I've been, there, I've been there, done that. I have a, a, a closet full of T-shirts that can attest to that, so I know exactly what you're talking about here. So, you know, I, I've... I've I'd share with you the, a great book that I read the other. Uh, I've been reading for a long time, and I, I read it periodically. The Goal Giver, and I've had Bob Berg on this program many, many times talking about uh, the, his five strategic laws of success. And uh, you know, one of the things we shared the other day was, uh, you know, being authentic and giving more in value than you take in, in payment. And these are some of the principles that Bob shares. We're kind of Michelle. We're going down that same path here. Is that we're you know, in order to really connect with people, we need to be authentic and and offer value. I agree. I think the first one being pretty much the second one as well. In other words, if you're authentic, 
you are giving something of value. And uh, to me, the authenticity is what is missing with a lot of people these days, and, and I understand why. I think there's a great deal of fear that people have in being authentic. Um, just it, it gets built into us growing up through junior high, high school, when by having an opinion you get ridiculed or teased. And, and so having your, your own sense of who you are and wanting to state your own it in your own way, I think that there's a fear that we won't fit in or that we'll be teased or, or disliked. And I would venture to say that those people who find the strength to be authentic in every moment end up getting a much bigger payoff. And it's because what you're saying to the other person is the value I'm giving you in this moment is my trust and my honesty and my real self, and I think a lot of people appreciate that. So, I mean, we've, we've, we've shared a lot of different concepts here uh, so far, uh, and, you know, taking the real world with the, the online world that we live in today. There's a, Michelle, there's a lot of things that, uh, that are going on out there in the world. Uh, you know, maybe on a side note, stress plays a lot of, a lot into, into people's lives, and, you know, I'm, I'm the first one to admit that the busyness of the day often interferes with my ability to communicate or or uh, or share relationships with those sometimes clo- even closest to me. Do you have any tips around how people can deal with that? Well, the the number one tip I can give you is learn to say no. I I think that there there is a great power in the ability to just very honestly say to somebody, "I'm sorry, I don't have enough time in this particular day for that that thing that you're asking of me but I will get back to you it's um <laughs> it's a small sort of idea to to put that with it's kind of like when you go to a busy restaurant and a waitress is completely slammed and has tons of tables but if that waitress slides by you and says I apologize I'm really busy at the moment but I will be back to you in just a few moments can you be patient Nine times out of ten, you have no problems because she's done that touch. That's all she's had to do. And once she's gotten everybody else settled, she'll come back and help you again, and you know that. And it's the same kind of thing, in my opinion, in business or personal, is to to just make that one real quick email that says, I know I haven't answered your email right now, but I will. I promise I will. I am thinking of you, and I will get back to you really soon. Please forgive me. Let me Let me get back to you. Well, you know what? Sorry, I want to cut you off there because I do have something I want to add there. Nothing gets under my skin more than somebody who doesn't have the courtesy to reply back to an email, even if it's somebody who says, you know what, I can't deal with that right now. Can you get back to me next week? Yeah, exactly. And I I think that even just saying to some people, you know, no, I'm sorry, it's I, I have my kids' football game tonight, and so I apologize, but I can't do that project for you tonight. However, if I can do it tomorrow, I'm in. Mm-hmm. And I think people appreciate that. That's part of the authenticity. I think people appreciate the, the word no as long as you say to them, listen, you know, there's, there's reasons for this, but I can't do everything. And nobody can do everything. And once you've said it, you give them permission to be authentic as well. Yes, for sure, for sure, and that's a that's a that's a big issue. A lot of uh, entrepreneurs and 
and I'm not even going to label it entrepreneur small business owners get into the the trouble of saying no. I think across all of humanity, it's almost like if we say no, we're disappointing the other person. And I and if I hear you correctly, that's not the case. If you say no, I can't do that right now, but you know I'll be more than happy to look into it next week. If I if you told me that, I would I would be disappointed. Well, and I think too, give them permission to tell you they're disappointed. If they are disappointed, if the if the person that you're speaking with is disappointed that you're not capable of doing it in that moment, offer the ability for them to to get that off their chests, and and then you can say, okay, well now maybe we can negotiate. You know, if if this is that important to you in this moment, maybe I can I can shift something else. If you find out why they're disappointed, but most times I find that people. They'll just straight out say, I understand, because my life is busy too. Mm-hmm. And I wish I had the courage to say no more often, or I wish I had the courage to say, you know, let, let me do that for you next week instead. And I think that it's that fear, especially in these times, the, the recession times, the fear is that if we don't make hay while the sun shines, we're in big trouble. And so we have to say yes to everything at the moment in order to make certain that we have money coming in and food on the table. And I don't think that's necessary because at some point you still have to say yes to yourself, yes to your children, if you have children, yes to your family, your life. At some point you have to be able to find that balance or, well, it's the oxygen mask theory, right, or the drowning theory. You know, if, if you're drowning, you're gonna, the person around you can't be saved either. Absolutely, yes, it's uh, so true. So, Michelle, we talked a lot about uh, the stuff that, uh, you know, the, we're giving our value piece and we're being authentic. Now, let's let's turn the tables and let's talk about you for a little bit. Oh, no. I think you've got lots of great gifts to share, uh, not only here in Calgary, but across, uh, you know, across everywhere where our listeners are today. Tell us about, uh, tell us about the service that you provide and how you can help uh, business owners and even those looking to transition, uh, for a transition in their life, you know. What, what is it that you guys can offer people? Well, with this company, what I offer to people is awareness. That's the most important thing. Whether I'm coaching someone with public speaking or whether I'm coaching someone in sales, generally the, the most important thing that I help people to learn is awareness. I, um, I was in a, in a situation one day where uh, a bunch of people were were talking to some sales guys that I was helping out, and there were a couple of people standing off in the corner, not engaged, not part of the group. And I saw them and sort of waved and offered for them to come and join the group. And when they did, they had lots to to contribute. And one of the gentlemen turned to me and he said, "I didn't even know those people were standing there." Yeah. And I said, "What do you mean?" And he said, "I honest to God didn't even see them." I had no idea they were standing there until you brought them over. And he said, and I'm going to be doing business with that other guy next week now mm-hmm. because you brought them over. And he said, I, I just can't believe that I didn't even see them. And that's the key thing for me is I'm stunned consistently by comments like that. And that person didn't see them because they, they weren't part of the, the purview. They weren't part of that group at the moment. And so his blinders were completely focused in the group. And while that's a good thing, <laughs> I like the focus in the group. You don't you don't want to be scattered. But just being aware of your surroundings and being aware of the person in front of you and being aware 
of the energy in the room. I think that you can change absolutely everything about what you're doing and give to the person across from you or the 300 people, 15,000 people listening to you a completely different view of who you are. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally, totally agree with that. Michelle, you got some good things happen uh, in the next uh, little while here. We haven't, uh, I know we haven't finalized any uh, particular dates yet, but you've got, um, you got something planned coming up uh, in, in, the, in the fall here in Calgary. Is there any, any, anything you can share with us around the, uh, the dates or, or, or even the, the event that you have planned? Oh, sure. Well, one of the other companies that I have, which is an offshoot of, of Wunjo, is called Perspectives Cubed, and it's a company that's a workshop skills company where we try and help people see, uh, take three different professional perspectives in order to see outside their own point of view. We're trying to, again, keep people aware and, and let them realize that there's not just one way to, to attack any one given problem. And so we are about to do a workshop called Advertising for the Entrepreneur. And basically, it's not so that we're circumventing people going to advertising agencies, but certainly so that they have a great deal of, of knowledge about the advertising industry so that when they do go to an advertising agency or if they can't afford an advertising agency, they at least know the vocabulary, they, they understand the right questions to ask, they're, they're 10 steps ahead. And we're looking at putting that on here in Calgary in probably the first week of November. Uh, so hopefully I'll have more news about that within the next few days. And Great. if you're no, looking okay. for that workshop, you'll be able to find it on my, my website. And what, which what's is, the website address again? Yeah, it's www.perspective3.com. Excellent. And I'm looking forward to uh, you know um, checking that out and and also uh, pers- uh, being a part of it when it's uh, all ready to go. Well, that's Michelle. the exciting part is I've got three, the three different perspectives on this one are the print medium, the broadcast medium, and the social medium. And what's exciting about it is some people think the print medium and the broadcast medium are dead, and just by this very show alone, we prove that the broadcast medium is far from dead. Absolutely. And uh, so social medium is not the only way to advertise anymore, and I'd like people to see that there's, Still, three very good, strong, viable ways to advertise. Yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of ways we can blend the three the three pillars of uh, marketing and advertising together. And I definitely believe that uh, even what we're doing here uh, it crosses multiple uh, spokes of the wheel. We have brought we can, some people can consider it as broadcast, some people can consider it social media. And whatever you like to call it, you know what? It's it's all about getting getting the word out and offering value to those people that uh, that will find value in it. Uh, Michelle, if somebody wants to uh, link up with you and get more information about what you what you offer, and or maybe take you up on your coaching services or learn about the more about the upcoming event, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you? Well, generally, if it's about the event, if it's about the workshop, the Perspectives website that I just gave you is the best. If it's about coaching, and as far as coaching goes, sometimes sometimes I have difficulty with that word. I don't know why, but sometimes I do. Um, I think a lot of people out there, there's some people out there who don't realize that they they need or want coaching. More than anything, it's somebody to, to bounce ideas off of, somebody who maybe has a different set of ideas than you do and and might expand your mind. And if that's something that you're looking for, 
then you can try me on my Wunjo site, which is www.wunjo-is.com. It's hard to say when, when you're speaking it as opposed to looking at it, but uh, it's wunjo-is. Great, great. So, Michelle, thank you very much for taking time out of your day to come and join us today. It's a real honor. You know, I'm getting to know you over the last, the last little while, and I'm looking forward to uh, potentially working with you in the future here. And, uh, again, thanks uh, very much for taking time out of your day to join us. Well, thanks for including me in your conversation. So the Ulistic Orange Files uh, web, webcast here, podcast or radio show, whatever you like to call it, is a weekly show we meet here at 9 o'clock Mountain Time. You know, I'm going to say almost every week here on Blog Talk Radio. There's some weeks where we just can't physically make it happen uh, due to travel commitments and other things, but we try to be here every week. You can also download our show uh, via iTunes. If you go to iTunes and just type in uh, Ulistic Orange Files or Small Business Podcast, you can find us that way. Or you can get us through the Ulistic website at ulistic.com and just look for the link that says Small Business Podcast. My name is Stuart Crawford, and uh, thank you very much for joining us today, and thanks uh, to Michelle for taking time out of her day once again to, uh, to join us. Tune in next week. We'll have another great program here lined up. And until then, have a great uh, weekend, long weekend, Labor Day this weekend, both uh, for our friends here uh, in Canada and across the U.S. And uh, we'll look forward to discussing business and related topics next week with every one of you. Thank you very much.